my personality to be jittery. It's part of my charm. Wrestling fans, are you ready? It's time for my one, two, three cents of the podcast on the Jittery Monkey Podcasting Network. Give me a hell yeah! Now, here's your host. The man is also a very long, dear, personal friend of mine. Does the guy have a name? Yes, he has a name. Kevin Huntsberger. Woo! It's time for school, but you're not going to be saved by this bell. Established in 2016, Stride Pro Wrestling trainers have put their years of experience to help train the next generation of professional wrestlers. Nearly a dozen students have graduated and are now making a name for themselves, not only here at Stride Pro Wrestling, but beyond. Our athletes aren't locked into any long-term contracts, so if you want to train, use your head and contact Stride Pro Wrestling today. It's training you'll flip for. So kick your future into high gear now. Hey friends, welcome to episode 345 of the My 123 Cents podcast. I am Kevin Huntsperger, and joining me this week for two is greater than one is Tyler Heath Hatton. And it has been a while since we've talked and seen each other. You have uh, been busy living the life, my friend. And how are things going? Uh, they're going good. I am like... Uh... I thought once I finished school, stuff would slow down, but it has only gotten busier. Um, I am, I feel like I'm on the go all the time. <laughs> uh, it's been very busy, uh, very, very, very busy, but uh, a good busy. So I'm enjoying what I'm doing and uh, everything's great. I miss everybody. I miss seeing my, my wrestling people and, and, and friends, but everything is fantastic. And, you know, we should mention, it's really been, I, I believe, Stridiversary was the last show that you wrestled at. And, you know, you mentioned life and, and the, the busyness of, of having a family, three kids, and you're going in three different directions a lot of the times. But um, what what are, uh, you know, wasn't Stridiversary the last time you were in, in the stride ring? I know that you've had a, a couple of matches with OVW, but... Uh, how has it felt to kind of take that little break, if you will? I know you're not taking a break from the behind-the-scenes stuff, which is just as hectic, but that wear and tear on your body uh, t- time after time. Um, you know, well, let's try the way it, uh, it um, the way it just kind of turned out is, you know, I, we I had that that long feud with Cash, and and uh, and once it ended, um, you know, I. I really didn't have anything in store for myself. Um, you know, usually when you're writing stories and, and doing things, you, um, you know, you, you plan ahead, you know, what's next, what's down the road. And I like to have transitions and I really, for the first time I didn't. And, you know, you always hear the saying like, Triple H would say it or, or John Cena or The Rock or whatever or even Stone Cold. There, there just comes a time where you feel like you've done everything or maybe you, you've hit that point where you as a performer and I never 
thought that I would get what I would get there for myself. And at Stride, that that feud with Cash and that story that we told was was probably one of the most fun stories I've ever told for myself. And the way we ended and how it ended and the way we went out, um, I kind of felt like that was a good a good spot to kind of transition myself out of mm-hmm. it. And, uh, you know, I had never, ever missed a stride show and not wrestled on a stride show um, until, you know, this past April. And so it's been a... A weird, a weird feeling, knowing that there's a show going on and knowing that I'm not there. Um, this is a weird feeling. It's definitely weird. Um, and, but, you know, I, I'm extremely happy and I'm extremely thrilled because selfishly, I always felt like Stride needed Heat Hatton mm-hmm. to, to succeed and be successful and um and i've i've worked hard so hard um building up these characters and these stories and these guys and and it's now where you know uh stride is is way bigger i feel like than heat hatton or um you know one person and so i'm extremely happy for the guys and for everybody involved um because this is proof to anybody who's ever doubted me <laughs> and my beliefs and my thoughts like stride now is 100% for my friends and the fans. I have, I don't make any money. Mm-hmm. You know, you know that everybody right. knows that it is strictly still in place for the fans and my friends. No other. I mean, I have no, no benefit to it now. Yeah. Um, so um I, I'm I'm in a good place with it and um and you know hopefully I'll get to return maybe someday and, and pop in. But right now I'm really happy where I'm at in my life. Well that I mean that's awesome. I'm reaching that, that level of happiness and, and being to a position where you have the support at stride where you can kind of hand the keys over and, and, you know, uh, let some people step up and, and help and, and do some things. And I know that that's been an instrumental part of this as well for you, uh, getting that break and, and that family time. And, you know, it's I, one thing I've always, and, and this is the part where I, I guess I'm, I start kissing up, but, uh, that I've always admired about you is that dedication to family. Um, because there are a lot of people, who want to get into this business, who want to go on to the next level and and do things in the WWE or now AEW or wherever the case may be. And you know, you've 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 been there, you've done that, you've had these opportunities and you know, I, I think that that you could have written a ticket uh, to uh, much bigger and better places, but you have chosen uh, partly I believe because of your family, but also because of stride and, and, and creating that environment and letting, you know, your friends and, and these young men and women who want to train and do this, you know, you've been that kind of guiding light for them as well. And I think that that says a lot about your character and, you know, the fact that you are willing to give back and not, 
you know, because you hear promoters are selfish and greedy and they're in it for the money. And, and you know, we, we say this all the time when we do this podcast, but it, it, I mean, it is so the opposite. You are not the normal uh, and this isn't to say that all promoters are like that, but you are not the stereotypical wrestling promoter. Yeah, I mean, I, again, you know, we've said this probably a hundred times on your podcast. That, you know, this company was, one, it was started so I didn't have to travel to wrestle. Mm-hmm. And two, you know, I obviously now, this, what I do now is I'm coaching. I enjoyed the coaching and the training and the helping people and and uh the, the training of wrestling and the coaching of the wrestling side and the coaching of the psychology and, and those things and that's what i enjoyed and i always enjoyed telling a story and entertaining the crowd and um you know my goal was to be a wwe guy or a top guy and, and once i got there and not saying that i was going to make it or, or i should have been there but once i I started tasting it and I started traveling and I kind of realized that wasn't, it wasn't for me. Uh, I miss my family. I miss being home. Um, and you know, that's the, you know, that's the thing that I think a lot of people run into is, you know, the work ethic and the sacrifices you have to make to be at that level. And I was never willing to do that. I was never willing to miss a baseball, a keyball game or a softball game or a kindergarten graduation, I, I was never willing to miss any of that. That, that, that was too important to me. And, and, you know, and to be honest, when I first got into to wrestling, I was that way and it rubbed people wrong. Um, you know, the, it, it did, it, it really, people didn't like me because I didn't live that style. Um, and if you, it, it's funny, if you listen to people talk about me before, why they didn't like me, they would, they would say, you know, he's all about his family and, and his wife and his kids and all these things. But now if you listen to podcasts, you know, like, you know, Cash Borden did one and they asked him, you know, Heath Hatton. And he was like, he's just an amazing dad. He's just an amazing person. Bill Bronson said the same thing. And, you know, all these people all said, like, none of them said he's an amazing wrestler. He's an amazing. They all said I'm an amazing dad. So to me that means more than them saying I'm a great wrestler. So, and then you saying that, like, I think that's always going to be my legacy is he didn't want more because he wanted to be a dad. And, um, and you know, I, I did, I I mean, I made sacrifices to get there. And then this, even this last run I had at OVW kind of showed me that I had the talent and I, I had the look and the drive. Um, I just, um, you know, I, I didn't going up there, you know, I have my kid on Thursdays and she has open gyms and mm-hmm. I, I, you know, they moved it from Tuesday to Thursday. It wasn't an option for me anymore to go up there on Thursdays because I, my kid was, it was here at the house. So, um, you know, each person is different, but, um, you know, stride was, uh, was definitely something that, I wanted to do so I could do it local. And then now it is, um, you know, some of the guys that are there, they want to go to the next level. And, um, and I, I obviously know how to get there. I obviously have connections there. I know people to talk to who are there and I feel like I could help people out. So, um, you know, stride is stride is 
wrestling is always going like going to be in in my blood and mm-hmm. in my it's it's always going to be something that is going to you know I, I've always said all even though you say you are you're not retired either but I'm <laughs> never going to say that I'm retired because I know I'm I'm always going to want to get in that ring and do something. Well, yeah, I think that that again speaks volumes for who you are as a person as a dad and any, anybody that follows you on on social media sees it and, and you've made some some really um inspiring posts uh recently and 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 letting fans know what's going on with you and and the fact that you aren't retired and and that you you will be back um but you know as things kind of are reopening here in illinois and and we're getting past restrictions and whatnot with COVID, there's a lot of stride events coming up here uh, in the very near future as well, including Saturday, July 10th, we're back at the uh, building in Carterville, and uh, you've got things scheduled even beyond that, some fundraisers, so it's nice to see that the appetite is still there too, because the fans obviously have missed this and, and the fact that they come out and when you post that we're having a show, you know, because of the the, the space limitations in, in Carterville, you know, we do ask fans to reserve some seats and, and make sure that everybody has a seat. Uh, it, it's got to be a, a great response knowing that, you know, even though we had that year of kind of hit or miss or, you know, doing the shows with no fans at all, that fans are, are still there and, and want to come out and see this live event. I mean, I kind of feel, you know, like we did a really good job um, with the production that we had and the and the tools that we had to keep wrestling going, you know, mm-hmm. and be able to tell stories. And I mean, you know, some of our fans, you know, I I would put our stories and our and our characters up against anybody. Um, you know, we we were able to tell stories with with people that our fans and our local fans knew. And so that kind of kept our fans interested, you know, and now, you know, we, I mean, we've raised so much money for people um, over the years. And this last year, they've not really been able to make money. There's no Mm -hmm. fundraisers, you know, a lot of people, I didn't realize this. So I started working at a school, Um, you know, like I'm a softball coach and I am a basketball coach, our team accounts are completely drained. Like there's no money in them. Oh, wow. Because, um, you know, you concession stands and uh, admissions and stuff like that, T-shirts, things like that is how you get money for those things. So, you know, admission to a basketball game and stuff like that, that's how you put money in an account. So you have to figure when you have a home game, you have to pay for the umpires. You have to pay for somebody to keep the clock for the basketball games, to keep the book. You know, people get paid to do those things. And without having fans buying tickets, buying concessions, that there's no income for that. There's no money coming yeah. in. So, like, now that things are opening back up, these places are wanting to have fundraisers to put money back into their accounts and um so i mean we have uh you know uh august 13th the pulaski county fair we were there once before it's on a friday they've booked us um august 21st we're going to be 
Incessor at Jerry Travelstead's church. Hmm. September 2nd, we're going to be back at the Miner Stadium. Um, September 4th, my plan is to be back at the Carterville building. Um, September 11th, we're going to be at Gallatin County, which is where I teach. Mm. Um, October 2nd, we're going to be at Johnson City. They're going to do a big show on the football field. Oh, wow. Um, October 16th, we're going to be in Pinckneyville. Um, We're going to be going, I think, it's either going to be December or January. We're going to be at Weber School. Um, West Frankfurt is going to uh, book us again. So this is like... It's funny because, um, you know, me as a performer, like, I'm not even excited because I, I don't even know if I'll wrestle on any of those except for the Gallatin County show. Uh-huh. But I'm excited for, you know, the guys. I, you know, I sent them a message the other day and I said, hey, if you guys don't ever want to do this anymore, let me know because this is strictly for you guys at mm-hmm. this point. Right. I mean, all these shows that are being booked, they are. I'm not even paying myself anything. No, I mean, nothing, you know, um, mm-hmm. I think when I gave you the money box, you asked me how much was in it. And I said, I had no clue. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even look at it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, there's some stuff I got to buy. I got to buy some stuff for the ring. I've had to pay for some stuff at the building and stuff like that. But I, you know, the way it is now is I pay, you know, some of the guys and, the money goes in a box. I take out the rent. I take out the electric bill. I take out the other stuff. And I literally put the money in my closet. And the next month I get it out. You know, I don't even look at it. Yeah. Um, and so I don't, I don't pay myself and I, you know, I don't, I don't want to take any money out of it in case we need it. You know, some of the money that I had put back is really what paid the electric bill and <laughs> paid the rent during the pandemic yeah so um you know it it's one of those things now to where all these shows and everything is is strictly for the fans and you know and the people and it is humbling because i even the great hunter woodworth has messaged (laughs) me and told me that he misses me and he does it's not the same without me being there so that is a a very humbling um feeling but um i i can't really complain because i'm I'm so happy with what the guys there are doing. And, um, you know, I, I had one, one of the wrestlers message me and, and say, Hey, how do you know what's working and not, and what's not working if you're not there? And I'm like, every single show since I've not been there has been sold out. Mm-hmm. So obviously what we're doing is, <laughs> is working. Yeah. So whenever they tell me that there was no crowd and there was nobody there, then I'll know what we're doing is not working. But every single time I get a message or I get from somebody telling me how hot the crowd was, how packed it was, how electric it was, that is like, that's music to my ears. That's what I like to hear. That's how I know, you know, things are working. Well, and that, yeah, that is a, a good sign of, of things to come and, you know, telling those stories. And, and, and I think you've always uh, talked about and, and, you know, by your own admission, you like coming up with and, and being the creative and, and coming up with the ideas and the stories and, and working with everybody on telling better stories and, and doing that kind of thing. So, you know, I'm, I'm going to guess that even though you're out of the ring now, you're going to continue on with that 
side of the business and, and continue to have that creative input and that creative um, uh, uh, say so, I, I guess, for lack of a better word, that you will continue to kind of tell those great stories that keep people coming back month after month because in addition to obviously having the wrestlers and, and doing a good performance uh, it, with their match, you you have to have stories that they want to come back and, and see time after time. Well, you know, I honestly, um, I got, you know, and this is, you know, it's, it's not a, a sour thing, but, you know, you, you spend all this time you know, going out of your way to train people and to help people and, and to get them helpful, you know, in the business or get them where you think they want to be in the business. And there are people that just, you know, I think I said, you know, at one point, you know, you only have a handful of people that say, Hey, thank you, you know, or, Hey, you know, you have people that, you know, I gave somebody an opportunity at OVW and then they, they, you know, they don't help you out. They don't, they don't, you know, they, they don't represent you well or whatever. And you have people that, you know, ask, you know, I'm very, you know, you know how I am. Right. If you ask me for my opinion, you're going to get it. And I tell my parents that with the girls that I coach and I, and I tell wrestlers this and you can always ask me and I will give you my honest opinion, but I'm not going to lie to you. I'm mm-hmm. going to tell you what I think. A lot of people are not very good at constructive criticism <laughs> and, it, and it hurts their feelings. Yeah. And a lot of times it's your body, you know, it's you can, there's certain people that like, yeah, they can wrestle, but I could never take them to OVW because of the way that they look right. and they don't understand that. And, um, and so I'm very, uh, you know, it, it's very hard to be in that position, but there was a point where I was, um, you know, I got, I really felt like people were, you know, I kept, people kept complaining to me and people kept getting mad about their status in the company or they kept arguing back about stories that I had. And then you would ask them what they thought. And it was always me, 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 me. What can I, you know, what, what about me? This is what I want to do. And there was nothing about their opponent or who they were wrestling. And the whole thing was, was centered around them. And, and it's funny because, I'm having the way I'm setting it up now is we have agents for the match and stuff like that. And and one of them called me and said, Oh my God, this person, every match they put is about (laughs) is driving me nuts. And he's like, quit giving me their match because they're so selfish. And I'm like, no, I'm glad because you can help them. Yeah. Um, But you, but it was about a year ago or so. And I, you know, I was getting so like, you know, Rachel was like, tell me you need to step away from me. You need to step away because I felt like I was trying to help all these people. And my whole career, I've always said, I've never cared what anybody thought, but when all you start hearing is negative, 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 and people are mad about this, or they're mad. This person is doing that, or they're not in this spot. And it finally, for the first time in 12 years, it just got to me. And I was, I wanted to sell the business. I just wanted to be done. I just, I was like, I had heard complaints for about two weeks and for the first time in my life, like I got in a bad place. You even messaged me and said, get off Facebook. Um, and it was like, you told me to st- just stick to TikTok <laughs> and all these people, but it was all these people were just, I mean, I can't even explain the complaints that I was getting from, from wrestlers and, um, and just, I felt like I was doing a terrible job 
and I couldn't make people happy. And I exploded on people and I yelled at people and I got mad at people. And that's just not me. That's not who I am. So I was like, I'm not in a good place. I can't handle all the negativity. Like I tell my kid that all the time, Mm -hmm. be positive. That's my, that's how I am. I'm always positive. And so I was handling all this negativity and I was, I was going to sell the company. I was going to not really, so I was going to give it away mm-hmm. and be done. And it was Jerry Travelstead called me and he said, if you want to get rid of stride, he said, you just need to give it to him, to Jerry mm-hmm. and we'll just do school shows. But he said, and he, and I hadn't thought of it this way. And he said, Tyler Heat Hatton is stride. Stride is Heat Hatton. Everybody who knows Stride knows is Heat Hatton's company. And he said, if you sell it and you have somebody come in and they ruin it, right? It's going to be associated with you. And I hadn't, and he was completely right. Yeah. And I knew, you know, that there was nobody who, you know, even me and Roger talked the other day. And, um, you know, Roger was one of the people who I had considered. And Roger's like, I can't do it like you can. You right. have too good of a relationship with the workers. And he's like, and you care about every single performer in person. And you go out of your way to make sure everybody's in a storyline. Everybody's happy. Everybody has an end game, which is happy. And he's like, I can't do that. And I realized that there's not very many people at Stride or anywhere that have that mentality. And, um, I didn't want to give it away and, you know, and, you know, I I have no problem booking somebody who's not my friend or doesn't like me. Yeah. I I have no problem with that because I can respect you because it's a business so I can respect you and not very many people can do that. A lot of people can't work with people that, that don't like them or they don't agree with. And, and I have no problem doing that. Um, and so I then realized like, no, I can take a step back. And I just told people, if if you don't want to be a part of it, if you don't like what I'm doing and you can't give me ideas that benefit the company and benefit the person you're wrestling with, then strides just not for you. Mm -hmm. You just need to go somewhere else. And, um, and so, you know, that, that is where I'm at now is like, as long as strides there, it has to in some way have my handprint on it. The training, the guys that help with training, the guys that go in, Dexter Roswell, Jay Spade, Roger, all them guys have learned under me mm-hmm. and taught under me. So yeah. they know what I expect. Yeah. They know what I want from training. The agents that are in charge of the match are guys that I worked with and guys that know the way I wrestle and the way that I want the stories being told. So, um, and then, you know, you have a new role, you know what I expect, you know what I want from people, what I want for the whole show. So I put people in place that I feel like I've Miyagi'd or I, you know, I've, I've, I've taught them different things and, you know, but, but to answer your question, like as long as strides there, it's going, I have to have my, my imprint on it. It has to, it has to speak Keith Hatton because 
it's my name right and i'm not gonna let my name get ruined um because of you know being burnt out or being whatever um and and then again i i like wrestling mm-hmm. i just i do i i never understood people i told you this i never understood people that get on there and bad mouth it right but they watch it. You know I mean? You you send me stuff all the time <laughs> yeah. about dirt sheets and people. And I die laughing because you're like me. Yeah. We don't understand it. You know, like, God, if you don't like it, just don't watch it. Right. You know, I mean, why you got to get online and, and trash it and badmouth it? You know, it's like, I don't understand the AEW versus WWE stuff. I mean, it, AEW is all WWE wrestlers, most of them, you know? Yeah, right. And, I mean, it's like, I I just, I don't understand it. I mean, I I literally don't, um, you know, I I just, I don't, I I just, I don't get it. And I try to, uh, um, you know, I try to understand it. But no, to answer your question, that's just my, uh, my thought process is as long as stride, it's going to have my, my handprint on it. Well, and and before we wrap up, I do want to ask you one other thing because and and you you talking about this last question, it made me think, and I I would I would like to hear your perspective as well. There have been so many rumors lately with the releases going on with WWE and and some of the other things that have been going on kind of behind the scenes that Vince McMahon may be preparing to sell, which I have a hard time believing that that would happen but i also wouldn't be shocked if it did happen do you think wwe will ever sell and if it does you know does a does a company like nbc or disney someone else buy it and then triple h and stephanie still have a hand in running it i or does it become this corporate entity that is run by non-wrestling people which i think is is not necessarily good for the business either i i i personally I think it's going to be sold. Mm. Um, I do. I don't, um, you know, I, and, and my thought process behind it is, I think, and I've read, and I'm not going to say this is my idea, but I do, I do see it. I think Triple H and Stephanie will have a, a Dana White type of role. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but I mean, just the fact that over the years, all the shares and stocks that Shane has sold, Stephanie has sold, Triple H has sold, um, even Vince McMahon has sold. Um, I I do think um, WWE has built themselves up as a, I mean, as its own, basically its own brand, its own. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it's it kind of you know it kind of it is the face of professional wrestling. And I do think, um, you know, I do think that it's going to be bought by an NBC. And, and that's the thing is, is I, I don't I hate to say this. I don't watch wrestling anymore. Um, I just, I don't, I try, I, I like to tune on and because of it, but right now, no matter what company it is, AEW, WWE, there are no good stories in any company. Yeah, it's strictly, in my opinion, it's strictly just wrestling, right? Um, and WWE, I know with Roman Reigns and people, they they try to have stories, but they're not stories that I'm engaged in. And AEW is the same way, and it's it's just really good wrestling. 
So I can get on YouTube and watch really good wrestling anytime I want. Right. I'm just, <laughs> I'm not going to give up my Monday night, my Wednesday night. I'm not going to pay for a pay-per-view. The only reason we have the Peacock Network really is because Rachel watches The Office. So <laughs> yeah, they pay $10 a month. And then I, you know, when I'm doing cardio, I like to get on there and watch old wrestling. Yeah. But I, I personally, I don't watch it. And just the other day, I'm not, I won't say the name, but I was in, I was in a, in a place with a, a former WWE wrestler and stuff. And he said it, he was like, wrestling is so popular now. It ruins wrestling because you can watch wrestling everywhere and you can watch it at any time on demand. You know, AEW, they're on YouTube, like their pay-per-view the next day. Yeah. So, and, and, you know, you can find Raw on Hulu the next day. So there's no need to sit down and watch it live. Right. And, and if you miss something, they're going to put it on Facebook. Right. And you're going to see it. Now, you don't get that instant moment, but you don't have to anymore. So I think WWE, again, they they always seem like, you know, I do. I think Vince McMahon's a genius in a sense. He's always ahead of the curve. And back in 2010, when I had my WWE tryout, they told us they were going to create a WWE network. They told us then. Mm-hmm. And they were they they literally said in this in this tryout to me it was a nobody. They were talking about the two hundred five and the they, they called it a cruiserweight division, but they call they were talking about all the things that could do on this network and it would be a streaming service and how everything was moving to streaming service. That was 12, 11, 12 years ago, and I can remember thinking like you are crazy, right? But now they've built that and they are ahead of the curve and. I don't have direct TV or cable. I think you don't either. Nope. Nope. Um, and, and so, and there's no point. So, um, you know, and it's like, you know, AEW, I'd almost imagine that their YouTube show is probably just as popular as their TV show. Right. Um, yeah. and so in my opinion, um, Vince McMahon is older. Um, and you hear now that he's not, at the shows as much Mm -hmm. that he's at home um and he's put all these people in place to do all these things and you know and the people that wwe is releasing if they're just guys that they weren't doing anything with they didn't have stories with and i'll be honest i can't stand the thunderdome I, i just i can't stand it yeah it uh i mean the piped in music it gets on my nerves i just it, it seems real generic, yeah. so I can't stand it. Um, but, I mean, they're talking like there's been deals on the table for 6 or $7 billion wow. for for wrestling, for WWE. Um, so, yeah, I think I think they'll sell. Um, and, and really the fact that Vince got rid of the XFL so quickly, mm-hmm. um, you know, it, it just kind of – then the way that they're dropping assets, and I know that's used a lot in the dirt sheets and stuff, but it, it makes sense. And they're just getting rid of talent that they don't use. Yeah. Um, you know, and they, and, and the talents, you know, you hear Eric Bischoff talk, the talents that are going to EW, they aren't moving that needle. 
Right. You know what moves the needle? Mike Tyson, Shaquille O'Neal. Yeah. All the stuff that they criticize WWE for <laughs> is the same stuff that AEW uses to move the needle. And I, you know, and it's like, that'll get me on a rant, but it's like they make fun <laughs> of that zombie match, which was stupid. Right. You can all admit it. It was stupid. But I watched AEW do an MMA match. Yeah. Where a guy did a head scissors. And it's like, <laughs> I've watched MMA a thousand times. I've never seen anybody do a running head scissors. Um, <laughs> you know, so, um, you know, it's, it's, you know, to me, that's my opinion. Um, I think WWE is going to sell because I think WWE and these, and, and I, by no means of my mouth in any of the, I mean, I love WWE. I love AEW. I'm not saying I don't watch wrestling. I don't watch it live. Right. I go back and I watch it because there's no need Right. There's no for anybody to watch it live. There's no pool for that anymore. Yeah, I totally agree. I totally agree. Well, Tyler, is there anything else on your mind you want to say before we wrap up this week's episode? No, that's pretty much it. Um, I was glad to be back. I thought yeah. you forgot about me. <laughs> um, but um, but no, Stride fans keep coming. Um, the boys um, are killing it. They're doing a fantastic job. We've just already announced all the stuff we have planned, all the things that are coming up. Stride is, I mean, it's rolling bigger and better than ever, and um, and it's only going to get better. And and we got a ton of trainees now, so nice. We'll have more guys coming up through the ranks, and um, and I will stop in as soon as I'm able and. And you guys can can boo me as I as I come out and and uh, and I will try to to get back to entertaining someday. But um, until I'm not retired, till I have a match with Kevin Huntsberger. So <laughs> once that happens, then I'll I might hang it up. Then then you might. All right. Well, as always, I appreciate you being here, and uh, we won't wait as long in between podcasts to to talk again. But uh, friends, thank you so much for listening. And again, be sure to check out strideprowrestling.com that'll take you to all the social channels and you can keep up with everything going on with stride pro wrestling have a great week this is a production of the jittery monkey podcast network for more jittery shenanigans go to jitterymonkey.com